gone down on the earth and you were I don't know, writing books going to fan conventions were you even aware or, or did you just tune it out hello how are you it's so typical of me to talk about myself I'm sorry I hope Hey, it's you guys. Where did you go? I thought we were having a good time, talking about one of our favorite characters, but then you guys just totally vanished. What happened? You know what? Never mind. I'm just glad you're back. Still up for some Captain Marvel conversation? Because a lot has happened since we last spoke. Let's talk about the Black Adam movie. First, is it cool if we start calling this film project what it is? The energy and focus moving this movie along has been, all along, Dwayne Johnson, and his focus is on Black Adam. I don't know that in all I've read and watched from The Rock about this film, he's ever even said the word Shazam, or the name Captain Marvel. Clearly, this is a Black Adam film. So let's start referring to it as such, okay? As I mentioned, since we last talked, a lot has happened. Never fear, Captain Obvious is here. We've been told that the Black Adam film has been spun off from a Shazam-centric film. If you've listened to the archives of this podcast or followed on social media, you know my earlier concerns about the Shazam movie becoming a Black Adam movie. I'm still on that train. Only now, having seen how the project has progressed, I'm suspicious that we're looking at a Black Adam movie, and then maybe a movie where Black Adam fights or joins the Justice League, perhaps both in the same film, before we actually get a Shazam movie, if, in fact, we do. And if you can't tell, that means I'm skeptical that we'll ever get to see a Shazam movie, particularly considering how the DC Cinematic Universe has (laughs) developed, as well as the reviews of their previous offerings. However, the current status quo is that there will be a Black Adam movie developed concurrently with a Shazam film. Downstream from that news... Back at the start of this year, we got news that Brad Payton, who directed The Rock in San Andreas, was a likely candidate to direct the movie. Since then, we've seen the name David Sandberg, most recently of Lights Out fame, suggested as the director. My understanding currently, and I'd love to hear from you guys about whether I'm correct or not, is that Payton no longer appears to be lined up, and Sandberg, in fact, is. If the people running DC and Warner Brothers are listening, and of course they are, can you please prove my earlier speculations wrong? Develop both of these projects side by side and use both Peyton and Sandberg as directors for each respective film. That would be great. Thank you so much. Oh, there's one stipulation. Peyton has to be on the Black Adam film and Sandberg on Shazam. Peyton has, as already mentioned, worked successfully with The Rock. More importantly, at least to me, Peyton is responsible for that open sewer of a movie named Incarnate, and I don't want any of his stink on Captain Marvel. 
In stark contrast, Sandberg's Lights Out was a surprise success and proves that he can successfully land projects that weren't on the mainstream radar. So just to be clear, Peyton with The Rock on Black Adam, Sandberg on Shazam with whoever you cast, will be good. One more thing, DCWB. Have you noticed how people really like your animated superhero offerings? And this is in stark contrast to the way people respond to your live-action films. As a matter of fact, the general reaction to the animated stuff is pretty much precisely the inverse to the way your live-action stuff is received by the general film-going market. So please take a cue from your excellent animated title, The Return of Black Adam, from back in 2010. That movie hit all the right marks creatively, historically. Everything you're looking for in the Shazam franchise. It wasn't embarrassed of the magical aspects of the character and his story. Captain Marvel was a legit good guy who enjoyed the powers he'd been given. Most importantly, considering how badly the comics have gotten this part wrong in recent years, Billy Batson was a good kid that you enjoyed rooting for. And Black Adam wasn't an anti-hero. He wasn't even a rough-around-the-edges hero. He was a bad guy. Yeah, I know. Superman was in it. I'm pretty confident that's because you don't know what you have in the Captain Marvel character, and as a result, wrongly feel like you have to hedge your bets with him. But cool. Go ahead and have Henry cameo in the movie if you still need that security blanket. However, give us a real bad guy in Black Adam. A real good guy in Captain Marvel. And help us connect with Billy Batson. I would say that it writes itself, but the good news is that you people, or at least your people in days gone by, have already written it. And lots of creators from multiple decades have in the comic book world too. Just get in that lane and go. We should also note that The Rock, and apparently DC Creative, doesn't understand heroes. In a YouTube video released on February 17th, The Rock filtered a question from a fan calling him out for referring to Black Adam as a hero rather than a villain. The Rock's response was a punt to subjectivity. It's your interpretation, he said, telling us that Black Adam is a villain to some, an anti-hero to others, and a hero to yet others, like The Rock himself. Later, on his Instagram account, The Rock doubled down on this assertion, saying that for him personally, the villains were always the hero. This, of course, is all square with Jeff Johns, who, in discussing The Rock's character, offered this gem. The character of Black Adam has often been portrayed as an anti-hero, protecting his people while devastating any and all that stood against him. I cannot stand Jeff Johns, at least creatively. I don't know anyone more responsible for the decline of DC Comics in recent years than he, and other than Zack Snyder, he may be the person most responsible for the failures of the DC Cinematic Universe. On the other hand, I really like The Rock's work. I watch most of his movies. Personal feelings aside, either way... The Rock's ideas about Black Adam are ridiculous. Black Adam is, at worst, a black-hearted monster, and at best, a tyrant who defends his people in the same way he defends personal property. This hero to some gained his powers by killing a child, his own nephew. He once attempted to kill an entire nation and was largely successful. Any so-called good he ends up doing is, by and large, an accidental byproduct of his maniacal quest for more power. You want to know why the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been a runaway success and DC's has consistently floundered? DC doesn't know how to differentiate between a hero and a villain. Specifically, DC's creative leaders, Jeff Johns, Zack Snyder in this case, whoever else is throwing fuel on that dumpster fire, are willingly trapped in a simplistic moral relativism that allows them to only tell stories about a Superman who's really Dr. Manhattan and a Batman who's actually the Punisher. 
And I think the best way to follow a movie with characters like that is a film featuring mass murderers blackmailed into doing the government's bidding by having explosive kill switches implanted in their brains. Black Adam's no hero. In reality, I don't expect The Rock to get that. I do, however, expect the people who are supposed to be most familiar with the characters and charged with stewarding them through this generation. Looking at you, Jeff Johns. To understand this basic concept, and this is why replacing Zack Snyder with Jeff Johns won't change anything. Both men share the same hole in their creative worldview. Remember back in January, after The Rock had met with DC Creative, when he tweeted about tonal shifts coming in future DC projects, namely hope, optimism, and fun. Yeah, good luck with that, while you're framing a murderous dictator as hero. You know, from a certain perspective. Hey, can I ask a favor? For those of you who were around since the beginning of the Shazam cast, you might remember that back in October of 2015, I asked those of you who made use of Reddit to pay more attention to the Shazam subreddit. Uh, It's the one located at r forward slash Shazam. My thinking was that the Captain Marvel character was worth a better community, comparable to the subreddits for other marquee characters. And guess what? I still feel that way. And man, did you guys respond well. Thank you for that. That's a completely different place in terms of content. I've got another request. The moderator of the Shazam subreddit doesn't really do anything with the presentation of that subreddit. It looks humdrum and drab. None of the requests and the posts there asking about improvements have been acted on in more than a year. I've reached out privately and asked to be approved as a moderator so I can make some improvements, and I have never heard a word back. So what I'm asking is for you to reach out to the moderator and ask him to either approve me as a mod or find someone who can help make that subreddit look like it represents a character and fan base who actually care. If enough of you do, perhaps he'll be motivated to respond. Thanks in advance to anyone willing to do so. Oh, and if you don't know how to do this, simply go to reddit.com forward slash r forward slash shazam. And if you scroll down the page that loads, you'll see at the bottom the list of moderators. There's only one in there, Apocalypse. And there should be a link that says message the moderators. Send him something uh, respectful and generous, but ask him to either let me or one of you or someone else put the time in to make that subreddit look like uh, what it should in light of the greatness of the Captain Marvel character. Again, thanks to any of you who choose to do so. Now, all kidding from the start of the episode aside, thanks to each and every one of you listening. It takes a unique set of people to stay subscribed or come back to a podcast with this long an absence. As best I can tell, I've got the file hosting problems resolved, so I'd like to get back to covering comics. If you don't mind, I'll start with the comic that launched my Captain Marvel fandom. It's Action Comics Annual No. 4, from 1992, containing a story about the evil of Eclipso versus the power of Shazam, as Captain Marvel must contend with a possessed Man of Steel as part of that summer's storyline, Eclipso, The Evil Within. After that, we can resume looking at origin issues through the generations. So what do you say? Can we meet back here, say, next Friday, and take a look at an unsung comic about the most underrated character in the four-color world? I hope so, and I'm looking forward to it. As usual, I'd love to hear from you guys, particularly if you've got something to say about the podcast or want to see something covered on here. Also, before I go, are any of you fans of horror movies? If so, you might like a side project I've gotten myself involved in. It's a podcast named Saw Something Scary. It's on all the major podcasting services except for Stitcher right now. You can find it on Twitter. It's at Scary Podcast. Facebook, 
forward slash scary podcast. And we have a subreddit as well, which is r forward slash saw something scary. If scary movies are one of your things, I'd be honored for you to check it out. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for putting up with an absence that went far too long. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next time on the Shazamcast. So-